You're listening to the Influencer Marketing Show, presented by the Outloud Group, the podcast that discusses all things influencer. Now to your hosts, Joel and Brad. Hello from Detroit. I'm Brad. I'm Joel. We got another fantastic rendition of the Influencer Marketing Show. If I, I think that is highly presumptive, and I think it is up to the audience to determine whether it's <laughs> oh, no. fantastic. Best or not. one yet, right here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into it with some big macro narratives that are happening in the influencer industry. Joel, what's 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 front and center of your mind today? Front and center? All right. Well, that's that's different than our first item, but I'll actually <laughs> answer that question because I like that one better. Um, okay. So one of the big things that we're paying attention to that we've seen, this, this isn't new news, but we're still seeing the fallout for it. Of course, changes to iOS 14. Um, what did this do for those of you who are uninitiated? Uh, changes to iOS 14 limited Facebook's ability to effectively target and find that I'm ready to purchase signal yep. that they had really, really mastered, really had dialed in. Um, so we're now roughly one year out from that. We're still seeing the fallout. You still have brands that uh, their paid social is a whole lot less effective than it used to be. And they're, they're still trying to figure out how to rejigger their uh, marketing mix to actually, you know, hit, hit their targets. Um, second thing that in line with that is Google has announced it's going to do something similar, um, which would affect Android and all Android devices the exact right. same way, leaving Facebook with only their, you know, desktop, laptop computers, et cetera, um, that, uh, you know, where they where they can get that kind of data to be able to target. So the bad news continues if you're a brand trying to dial in paid social from a, from a marketing perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly if you're going after, you know, that last touch. And that's really the thing that you want to measure. Um, there was there was always a bit of a debate of whether that was the right way to go about it. And Anyways, we covered a story a couple years ago when P&G had really, really dialed in their targeting within Facebook paid social and then ended up seeing everything else fall off. They ended up pulling back and taking a much more general approach because portfolio view produced a better portfolio of results. And, you know, back to that own adage, you know, everyone knows that only 50% of their marketing works. They just don't know which 50%, et cetera. So, I mean, we, we unfortunately, with it's amazing. All the technology, all of the data, and we actually haven't gotten out of, right. of that same, that same rut of, of, of what it is to actually influence someone toward a purchase decision. Yeah, I mean, fu- decision. fundamentally, and this is a tangent here, it's like we're still marketing to people and right. we look at things from a marketing channel, but amazingly, people hear different mediums so it's almost yeah. impossible to say like, oh, you heard four different touch points across mobile and radio and digital display ads and a creator on Instagram. And it's like, which one forced you to purchase? Like, all of them together. That's all, what forced me to yeah, purchase. All, so anyway, exactly, exactly. yeah. So th- there are other you know key themes. Just as a backdrop, I don't think this is uh, you know a news alert here. But in general, people hate to be sold to. That's even more so true today. We're seeing the rise of ad blockers as, as well, which makes it harder and harder for digital uh, digital marketers to be able to connect with the audience that they that they want to. And so, with you know, with Facebook and now Google following suit and FTC regulations in the in the past, what we're seeing is it's just really hard to be able to target people. And so, influencer marketing has become disproportionately more attractive because it's already a targeted curated group right. of, of individuals. It's it's not maybe as clean from a demographic perspective of like, oh, I only want to hit 
males age 18 to 21 in the Midwest and suburban areas outside of major cities, right? Right. Like, you can't do that, but you can target. Right. And, and, and we would argue that, that was, there was always something a little bit misguided, right? You, again, Agreed. falling into the trap, like, are, are, you, are you measuring it because it's important or do you think it's important because you can measure it? And, and how yes. you answer that question is, you know, we, we think is, is in fact quite important. Okay. Um, what's, what's one, of the, one of the trends that we're seeing as what we think is a direct result of changes to iOS 14? Um, there, there is a, you probably are familiar with it, you might not be, but a new way to actually do paid social. We'll talk about that for a yeah, second. Yeah, so um, a lot of people are familiar with the term whitelisting. Facebook doesn't use that term anymore. There's a lot of reasons probably don't use that term. Most people still just gravitate towards it because they're familiar with it. But we call it influencer paid social. Um, and so basically it is a paid social where instead of having the content come from the brand's account, it's coming from the creator's account. Now, on the back end, the dollars flowing to boost or pay for this social advertising yeah. is still coming from the brand. Right. But And the ad manager experience is all the same, et cetera. Yeah, it, it is. And there's a, it's frankly, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, it's getting less so, but it's still a bit of a pain in the ass to be able to actually connect the brand with the creator's uh, account to be able to, to run things from an ad manager per perspective. Um, but there's huge value in this. This is something Facebook is is pushing quite a bit now uh, as well. And from an influencer perspective, we're just seeing it, it it really take off. Where you know third party advocacy really really does matter. Right. Um. And and I think one of the nuanced things that we've seen really interesting is that most established brands have someone who's doing their paid social. They might do it in house or they might do it an agency. They've already got it set up. But that person consciously or subconsciously they're thinking about it in terms of brand advocacy like hey our product is the best buy our product right right and influencer paid social is fundamentally different right where it's hey i've tried this product i really like it you should check it out you should buy it and that that nuance difference the difference between like consumer reports uh, you know advertisement versus a brand having a advertisement in time magazine to use a very right. old school yep. uh, model but yeah I, i've i've been really excited i think influencer paid social is definitely changing the game in terms of how brands are, are creating yeah. creators more work not as scalable yeah. um but 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 impressive results can particularly considering considering the drop in results that people saw when ios 14 really rolled out so okay um let's let's Touch on TikTok. Uh, I'm going to go back and level set where we were a year ago, two years ago. We said you can't do deals on TikTok like you would on YouTube. Right. Uh, the TikTok algorithm really, really punishes any kind of sponsored content, any kind of brand advocacy. Um, TikTok really is only paid social. Has that changed at all? It's evolved, not fundamentally changed, yep. is what I would say. Yep. So when you're thinking about TikTok, just for context, right? When, if, if you want to do a brand deal on TikTok, you absolutely can do it. Um, well, as long as you're not doing anything with gambling or alcohol or pharmaceutical, um, although word on the street is uh, they're about to, to loosen some of those restrictions. But anyways, if you're a brand, you can run with a creator, have uh, that creator develop content for you on, on TikTok. And our, our read is a very informed one, but we can't say for certain is that TikTok is still very much throttling those views when you use a hashtag ad or equivalent of hashtag sponsored, whatever the case may be. So, so, but they haven't been doing that as much. I think TikTok realizes they want to be able to have brands be on the, the platform and, and putting good ads out there. So we still well, see and they that. want creators and they want creators to make money and be keep pumping out content. And it's, 
Yeah. I mean, what YouTube figured out a long time ago and Facebook is that their primary input, they don't have to pay for. Right. If, if, if they treat that content well once yes. it gets on platform. Yeah. And, and that's, that's something that's fun to see is where, you know, YouTube, you know, annually, you could argue is losing billions of dollars each year because there's brand deals that happen between a brand and a creator on their platform that YouTube's not taking a, taking a cut of, right. at least directly. Not direct, I, they're, yeah. they're certainly benefiting from it. There's still pre-roll ads that are going because these content creators are getting paid elsewhere. And then that feeds the engine, like, like you said. But yep. TikTok is structured different. The content's much shorter, of course. And TikTok does not allow you as a creator to have a link to an external site for organic content. So if you're a content creator, you can't partner with a brand and then have a link to the brand's website. Um, that, that's just a no-go with TikTok. So, so if you want to do that as a brand, what you have to do is you have to have the creator develop the content and then have it be pushed through a paid campaign on TikTok. Right. And, and then you can use that clickable link. If, if you're wanting to run a performance campaign. Yeah, the other, the other I mean, yeah, a couple last items um, in terms of, of cross-collateralizing your content. It's much easier to go from TikTok and then post that on Insta and, and Facebook. Yeah. Um, Insta and Facebook don't seem to care. Snap does care. Um, and if you're going to take that content, you've got to remove any kind of TikTok logo that's, that's on that if you're going to use that content on Snap because Snap will really punish that. For those of you who are on staff, which is making a comeback, and yeah, you might be right in the long term. Um, well, then, w one other thing is that the content that you develop for Facebook or Instagram, it does not work if you try to post that same content on TikTok. Right. right? It works if you have TikTok and then go to Facebook and then you and go to Instagram, and go to the others, not right? Snap, but not the other way the, around. The reverse so it's super doesn't work. And then, lastly, just something that's always out there that we are paying attention to is you know just FTC disclosures. It would be really, really difficult for this whole space. If you if, if, if brands and creators keep pushing the limits of what were very, very reasonable requirements for disclosure on the part of the FTC, um, I'm you know, maybe starting to see a little bit grayer lines than perhaps we should, particularly when it comes to what's user generated content, et cetera. And I would just, you know, again, we would appeal to both creators and brands like the government has been reasonable don't give them a reason to not be reasonable because when that happens that's going to make it way more difficult for all of us so all right anything else that we should cover i think that's good i think that's good for today so um yeah if you want to check out outloudgroup.com there's all sorts of good information for you about influencer trends what we what's going on in the industry follow us on social all of the things but other than that we appreciate you tuning in and goodbye from detroit see you next time Thanks for listening to the Influencer Marketing Show. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. For more info, visit our website at outloudgroup.com.